This is the Reflector Reflections podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we journey around the world talking with fellow human design reflectors as they experiment and navigate their unique design. Today's beautiful conversation is with Cody. Cody is a 6-3 reflector who hosts her own podcast, Surprised and Delighted, a lifestyle human design-centered podcast. Cody also hosts The Mirror, which are mini episodes of truths prepared by fellow reflectors. Let's get into it. Welcome, Cody. Thank you so much for having me. It's been, oh my gosh, a work in progress, right? It has been for us. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know that I asked you this before. You were kind of alluding to this, but is this often the case, like hosting space with reflectors? A lot of this kind of flow of like, like back and forth. Are we going to make it happen? Or we, do we have the energy? That's right. And sometimes I think the more we get into it and the more we kind of are experimenting, it depends how, how many years people have been experimenting. It's just like, I just don't have the energy today. And it's like, I totally get it. This is the beautiful thing about reflectors. It's just like, we, we, we just straight away, as soon as somebody goes down or they feel sick or something, it's just like, totally understand. It's yep. like, you know, you go, oh crap. It's like, I totally understand this. Yep. I, I get it. Yeah, no, I find that it's uh, like all of my little f- reflector friends that I've made, there is a sense of ease there where it's like, yep, like there's no harsh feelings. There's no worries about this at all because we're we're going to meet back and it's going to mesh at one point or another. So I'm glad that you were able to make it work with my my nighttime troubles tonight. So thank you. No, you're welcome. And I love that you said that too, because it is, it's, it's like that flow. And that's a true testament to us, isn't it? Where we can, we stop forcing things and just allow it to be, it always just works out. It always just works out. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's a little, you know, honor your design, honor your design. Now let's talk about you. So six, three, when did you find human design? take us back. Okay. So I was thinking about this in the car the other day. Um, I found human design through a, another podcast that I was listening to at the time. I think, what is her name now? The, I think she went by the balanced blonde at the time, Jordan. I, I forget her last name now. And she had Jenna Zoe on her podcast. And I thought, what the heck I'll go type in my information And Jordan, if you've listened to her podcast as well, she is also a reflector and she's talking about, you know, this is the rarest type. And I thought I'm an alien. Like I'm, I am, I'm a reflector. And I, I knew before I hit the button, but then it was kind of like, probably you've experienced this too. Is like (laughs) the invalidation of like that alien experience that we've all had. And then going, no, no, no. Like, you're just kind of making it up that has, you know, everybody's experiencing life in this way. And then to hit the button and go, oh, okay. That, that is, that, there it is. There it is. Um, It was kind of wild. And actually I had a, um, before Jenna Zoe got all kind of like big, that was like one of her first premiere podcast um episodes and I got a reading with her back in the day back in 2018 which was really cool yeah um so that's when I found it and um I did a few classes through the IHDS um for like along the analyst uh whatever they call it those classes and then I had kids (laughs) and I I dropped it for a few years but um I am now kind of coming back around to the experiment. I mean, 
it's always been kind of in the back of my mind knowing this information and so in times like that I've been experiencing trials or whatever what have you I kind of return to that okay lunar cycle are we waiting are we like initiating too much what's kind of going on but now I would say probably with for the past year I've really been kind of deep in my experiment and what I would say is more of like a witnessing of myself and and seeing as a reflector it's it's hard because we we don't have definition it's like what what do you mean everybody is defined by their by their energy that they're that they present to the world and so what do you mean that I don't have that where does that leave me in kind of the scheme of this life and what I have found and what a friend and fellow kind of human design reader said was we're kind of that like there's the fabric of humanity and we're the space in between we are like the entirety mm-hmm. of it all you know we hold it we hold that together we showcase that we're the simulation mm-hmm. of of that experience so anyway that has been so yeah back in 2018 I've kind of gone on a tangent now here but it's been a it's been a fun little journey so far yeah and it does sound like an interesting journey that you got sort of you really dove into it and and started doing those courses and studying and then kids boom how did that disrupt your life or not Mm. (laughs) or not I love that you had that um mostly disruptive <laughs> no, <I'm teasing. laughs> they're wonderful they're wonderful but um I think that this as a, I'm a six three reflector so as a six and I think everybody probably experiences the Saturn return very like that is quite and that is quite the experience to go through and so I started having kids at 27 right like right as that energy kind of starts coming into your world. And so there's all these pieces of me that's being stripped away. This is not you. This is not you. This is conditioning. This is conditioning. And what that showed up as was parenting and inner child work. You know, I'm, I'm looking at these reactions that I'm having to these tiny beings that I've brought into the world that are completely innocent, that didn't ask to be here. I'm looking at them totally triggered and like, why why you're not doing anything to me you're six months old you know and so it was it was so interesting because I wasn't that deep into human design study but I in in a sense I was really deep in just my experience of deconditioning without really relating it to human design and having Mm -hmm. to have all this kind of like languaging around it and really just stripping away the layers and it's been, it's been really interesting to kind of view motherhood through that lens of also inner child work, seeing that the ways that I was parenting them was actually the ways that I was, that I wanted to be parented. And then looking to their design to say, oh, they're completely, I have a, I have a sacral generator, um, three-year-old and a emotional manigen, and they're completely different beings than I am in every sense and so they don't need the same thing from me as I needed from my parent 
And so that was kind of the biggest, most profound thing that I experienced was like, you're parenting yourself and that's not how they need it. And it's a work in progress. (laughs) And as parents, yeah. And as parents, we know we're like, we're failing every day, but not, we're not failing every day. We're trying our best every day. Mm. And no matter how hard we try, life is homogenized around us and they're still going to be conditioned. So anyway. No, that's actually a really good point because and I'm, and I'm, I'm glad that your children gave you at least until you're coming to your Saturn return. I sort of was, when you were talking there, I was thinking if you would have been 22 as a six, three and having children, you know, it might've been a completely different, you just would have maybe been coming out of the fetal position now, but, right, um, yeah. or it would have been just a wild ride, especially with many gen energy. Yeah. But I love that you say that, you know, that we, we can go one or two ways becoming parents. We either mimic our parents or we completely do a 180 and then go, how do I want to be parented? And mm-hmm. as reflectors, most of the time we probably wanted to, we wanted to be given a lot of space or we needed to be told to slow down. And I love what you were saying there about your children. That's not what they need. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful because, well, my first two children were generators. They're both pure generators and looking back, there was a lot of me going, oh, I just need space, I need time, and they were always kind of in my space. But my 3-5 generator, she was kind of off doing her own thing, so I had a bit of grace there. But my Mm -hmm. third daughter is a projector, and I Mm -hmm. find it was easy with her because Mm -hmm. now that I, you know, understand um, human design, but at the time, because she's nearly seven, that it was easy for me and her to be able to have space and quiet time. And it was just, it flows and it still does. But my mm-hmm. manager and son, it was just like, and that was an awareness that I had too when he was born. It's like, right. I can't parent him like her. He needs a lot more in my, in my field. He needs a lot more I, I love and affection because again, he's an emotional manifesting generator. Yep. He's four <laughs> six. So there's this massive social aspect to him. And it's just like, whoa, whoa. And I am grateful that I have my partner who's a generator. And this is the conversations we have of going, look, I can't deal with that, that social situation today. Can you and all your socialness take him and all his socialness and, and go? Yeah. That's that's cohesion. That's families working together. So I really love that you said that because that's important. Sometimes we can get caught into our own, well, you know, what do, what do I want? I'll parent that way. So, mm-hmm. mm. yeah, and differentiating the need of our own personal inner child. You know, I'm parenting myself and then to others every day. And obviously there's the other that takes precedence, especially as such tiny that a three-year-old and a one-year-old it's like of course they take precedence and um and so making space to parent myself and and really understand am I amplifying you know Mm -hmm. is this an amp like is this kind of chaotic bouncy energy that I'm experiencing within myself is this is this my own or am I am I amplifying and do I need to ask my partner for me to you know to step in so that I can so that I can get space or, you know, all these different kind of things. It's so, that's why I love human design so much is because it's given us this blueprint of like, here's this thing, try it and see if it works. Right. Like 
I love that there's there's people now out there that are like kind of saying like a lot of a lot of the languaging feels like this is it this is your truth and I love now that there's kind of this awareness that like just try it on see how it feels and it's often more than not that I'm like oh I waited 28 days and this decision feels really good you know versus just like as reflectors I think we get sucked into just going okay sure yeah so and that does take a lot of I don't know. It takes a lot to to hold yourself back and go, I need to actually, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I need to slow down. I need to actually think about this or feel into this. Yeah. So is your partner, what's his design in your? Uh, he's a splenic projector. Yeah, right. So it, it has been quite the parenthood for us has been quite a journey because we had such an easy dating pre-marriage marriage you know pre-kids life we've been together 10 years and we just really had kind of this seamless flow together not having this kind of sacral too bouncy of energy he's he is definitely a busy body he's still often I mean it's easy for us to see right like we can see like oh you're like not self-projectoring right now or whatever but I mean, he, I kind of poke him about it a lot, but he's like, leave me be, I'm a busy body, I'll get it someday. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're all on our, on our journey. But um, it's been interesting to watch that shift. It was, we've also experienced quite the shift in our marriage because it's like, wait, we both need space, but like, how do we do that, you know? And so we've actually even just made like, giving ourselves permission to experience marriage, like, you know, sleeping in separate beds. That's like this, that's like one of these topics that's like, whoa, do you not like love me anymore? You know, people can get kind of this, this weird thing about it. And it's like, no, we love each other enough that we, yeah, we do want to give each other this, you know, it's the space thing. And so it's been, it's been fun to experiment with in, in marriage as well. And I don't know if he would say fun, but I think, I think it's difficult for him. I, I tell him often, like, it must be difficult to face the mirror daily. You know, I'm also a Virgo sun yeah. and a, an Aquarius moon. So I'm just like, you that's poor guy. Like <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of emotions happening in there. And what profile is he? He is a six two. He's so a you've six got a lot of that. You've got a lot of that third, that, that third yeah. line um, happening. Yes, we do. And that six line too, to really, we really do strive for like that role model, that kind of there, I almost like profession, perfectionistic tendencies that kind yeah. of come along with it. And, and I find often that is our frustration when we're not allowing ourselves to just kind of flow within life. And when we're expecting too much out of ourselves, then we project onto each other and we're like expecting the same amount as you know, so it's, it's an interesting dynamic and it's, it's mm. really fun to view for me through the lens of human design. Yeah. It's really good that he supports you on that. I think we're very, we're very blessed. Let's say it. We're blessed that, you know, our partners, even though they mightn't be as into it as we are, they mm-hmm. honor, they honor what we're talking about. So my partner, yeah. he, he's very much, he honors it, but he's not as nerded out at, at about it as I am and the things that I teach him 
you know, and 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 we learn together is very eye-opening and he he will jump on that and he will really take it on, you know, like yes, yeah. my questions with, you know, with with generator types. So um <clears throat> I'm just thinking there, like you've been together for 10 years, you've both got that sixth line acting as a third line. Is he your age, roughly your age too? So did you kind of go through the you sat and returned together where you kind of slowed down a little bit? You know, that is, it's actually something I was contemplating like a few days ago. He is four, three and a half, four years ahead of me. And so when we had our first child, he was hitting 30. And in fact, I threw him a birthday party and a gender reveal, which I later found out was not the funnest thing for a 30 year old <laughs> who's going into this, you know, like this is a new milestone. And I'm like, cool, let's find out our new, you know, like we don't drink anymore. I'm having a baby. Let's find out the gender. Anyway, it's kind of a funny story now, but he was in that transition and kind of, I went, whoa, why are you slowing down? Like, why are we changing pace? Whereas before he was more likely to kind of because he has that two line, you know, that hermit line that really wants to like slow down and stay close. He's also a caves environment. And so I've been one that's like, let's go adventure. Let's take the kids to do this and to do that. And still very much in my three experience. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it was very, I was kind of like, wait, what's going on? We used to bounce all around and do things together and really experience life. And I want to be able to do that, even though we have kids, right? That's not a limitation to me, but it wasn't even. Spoken like a true six, three. (laughs) Yeah, 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 right, right. (laughs) Sorry, I just love that. I'm just like, that's not an option for me. And I spoken right there. You're never going to get away from it. I'm sorry. I know, no, it's so true. But I, I look back on it now and he was, he was entering that six phase. He was heading to the roof and he's, he's just like, I'm in my six too. I'm on the roof and I'm hermiting. I don't need to do all of that kind of mess anymore. And it's just so funny to look back on now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, as you're saying at the time you didn't know, but you kind of do know and you look back. So how is your life? Like when you, when you find human design, I find that often we will, we'll really reflect on, our journey through life and six threes are not I know they're common but they're not that common we don't come across them I know in a lot of the forums and stuff like that it's always like is anybody you know they little raise their hand is anybody else a six three crickets yep. <laughs> crickets and then every now and then someone will go I am I am and it's just like hey you can be my best friend now please but talk to us about how that experience was for you or is for you looking back on the six, on, on the six, three experience or yeah, that double three. Um, it makes so much sense about my life and my childhood and just literally everything that I've experienced in life. And I, I also, there's a sense that like, I, it's good that I found human design in the timing that I did because I find that a lot of the languaging is often like, I don't like a lot of the three line mm. languaging because it feels very limiting or very much like, oh, very dinky all over the place, which it kind of is, but 
you know, but it's, it, for me, it's been more of a permission to slip to just kind of evolve and change as I need. Um, but yeah, the six, three experience it it's, I look back and I've just always been a trial and error type person, which doesn't, it doesn't fit it. There, there are some, as I'm kind of going through, you know, different charts and reading and seeing patterns and things of that nature, there are some channels and profile lines and things that just fit our modern day society a little bit easier. I find the six, three to be outside of that experience. And then, you know, finding, I found out I'm a reflector and then I found out I'm a six, three, I go look it up and it's like, oh, that's 2% of the population. I'm like, are you shitting me? Is there like, is there not any way that I can even just, cause I thought, oh, these profile lines, this is how I can like, you know, connect with the generator or connect with, which we, I can still do that, but yeah, it's been, it makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> I've yeah. heard that from, um, I remember when we had Rhonda on very early on in this podcast and she's a six, three, two. Mm-hmm. just what you were saying there she echoed the same thing it was just like are you kidding and then yeah. this and then this and it was just yeah. like what else is going to come up and yes. I'd be curious to hear what is your incarnation cross is I this am... is this the triple is this the triple whammy here well <laughs> I maybe I mean to me I don't know so okay I'll tell you it's a left angle cross of dominion too which is to me is very fitting as well. Like as a child, I was like, me, I want to be the project, you know, they would, you four together in these desks and who's going to present the little poster. And it was always kind of like me, but then as a reflector, I would get up there and like everybody, everybody in the room's energy is like bouncing off inside of me. And I was like, so, you know, they say you kind of just find yourself in the middle of the incarnation cross and I have yet to understand what that's going to really look like I don't I don't even know what any of it means so we'll see it's 64 I think it's the 64 63 45 26 yeah and that's something I've really been you know as a reflector I think that's something we can really anchor into Mm. oh these are the four hanging gates that kind of yeah that make up the majority of my experience especially if you know, the sun is 70% of the neutrinos we're receiving. It's like the gate of confusion. Are you shitting me? (laughs) (laughs) That's 70% of my waking experience. Okay, cool. (laughs) So yeah, it's all, it's all quite a trip. It's all really fun when you break it down like that. It is. Mm-hmm. It's so. It's so true. And you just yeah. instead of getting really over, making it over complicated, and you just look at that and you just go, "Well, that explains a lot." And and you know what? That is the that is the beauty about this, isn't it? It's like validation of self. It's yeah. like you can go down all these rabbit holes and and want to learn it, and want to study it, but it's it's that whole aha moment that you feel in your body when you find these things out and just go. Oh, thank what you were saying earlier. It's like, thank God I'm not alone. Thank God I'm not crazy. This explains it. Yeah. That's that is the healing right there, I think. Yeah. Um and and one of the reasons I, I always talk to people about it and I keep going because it's just like there's so much healing in not labeling yourself so much, but having that understanding of you and taking yeah. the time to feel it. Yes. So, and that's I think why we 
when we first find this, we want to know as much as we can, but you've yep. got to have the lift experience because yep. when you don't have that, you're still like burning, burning engines. Absolutely. So going back there before you were saying that, you know, with your marriage, you, you know, you, you honor that sleeping in separate beds and taking that time for each other. And, you know, you've, you've hit that um, conditioning aspect where people think you're strange. And it's just like, we, we do our relationship the way we do our relationship. Everybody else mind your own business. But what else do you, do you do anything else to keep your energy or follow, follow your design, I suppose? Is there anything that you do religiously? Uh, I think you kind of spoke to it before. I mean, really just allowing myself to, well, allowing like the pause, you know, having coming up against something bumping into something and going wait what's what's happening here and and really just witnessing myself Mm. and and is this me or is this conditioning um really sleeping you know kind of that has been my biggest permission slip recently I've given myself is and it's not all the time you know Mm. I he's a projector so I don't get so much of that sacral overload in the bed together. And so we often find it very comfortable to sleep next to one another, but I can feel when it builds, I feel when there's like this need to have, you know, a solid 10 hours of just my own aura overnight. And I, I allow that. And honestly, I would say that is, that has been the biggest thing. The other thing is, um, you know, growing up, I always, I come from a, um, a, family, a a single mom of four children, and they're all energy beings, of course. And, and so, oh, sorry, I'm like forgetting my train of thought here. Open head center. (laughs) Yeah. Like I've got like all these like crisscrossing things in my brain, but, um, what was it? I was just about to say, (laughs) it'll come back it'll come back and this is Um, this is this is how it works for us it's just like this (laughs) and and everyone thinks that sometimes we have these really great conversations and gee whiz you're really articulate today Annie it's just like no that's just in that moment I was actually on fire and then it's just like what happened and then it floats like I literally (laughs) felt it go like I was like oh this is like this is good this is good this is good and it's gone and it's gone it's in it's in the clouds all of a sudden (laughs) no but I I think what I was no, it's gone. It sure is. It sure is gone. That's okay. Um, permi- the permission slips have been really just around, you know, allowing myself the time and the space and and not needing to be confined to the other. I find myself like often needing to feel an experience and like addicted to to the chaos. Mm. addicted to needing to bring that into my life to instead of being able to focus on what it is that I need in the moment it's like oh well I have this fire to put out anyway so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go focus on this thing that distracts me from what it is that I'm actually feeling and it's such a silly thing to say but like I've had the realization really uh, recently that like feelings are meant to be felt I was like huh what does that mean like crying 
that. <laughs> and it's just, you know, there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of, um, th- yeah, there's a lot of, I guess I could, there's so many things here that I could go yeah. on and talk about of permission slips that I've been trying to give myself, but really the sleeping separately is, is really the biggest one. I love that you brought up chaos. Chaos is something that I've been working a lot on over the last year. Mm-hmm. And it is, you can really understand it when you've had like that kind of trauma in your life where you've kind of felt your life of being invisible, which reflectors really have because we, you know, but it's also we we create the drama inside ourselves or in a situation to get attention. Yes. Um and it's a double whammy when you've got that in your chart too. So it's just like, you know, that attention seeking. And it's not always like, look at me, me, me. It's, it's, it could just be something that you stir up. It could be addiction abuse. It could be just, you know, um, you, you know what I'm talking about here because it's yes. something that I've been dealing with as well. And I think that as reflectors and open-centered beings, full stop, have this a lot, chaos. We create chaos. And it's like when you can see it, it's hard shit. As you were saying, oh, I realize I've got a feel. It's like, oh, fuck. You know, it's like, damn it, do I really? And you're like, yeah, "Yeah, you do. You do. And that's hard. That's really hard because probably our whole lives we've been trying to be everybody else, chameleons, not understanding who we are, wishy-washy, not given grace and space. So conditioning is a blow, man. And like on top of it, this 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 idea that our feelings are our own you know like and in tandem with the chaos so here's these tiny little pieces of you know these little fires that I'm going to go put out and create chaos out external from me that distracts me from actually Mm. feeling what it is in my own experience and I think that it that's so easy as a reflector to get sucked up into because it's you know there's not a lot of really good information out there about reflectors. You come across an Instagram carousel and hi, cute little reflector. And, you know, this is what you might be experiencing. And it's like, no, but I mean, yes, yes. Because we are, you know, we are everything and we are no thing. Um, but it's so much more nuanced than just that. I think that if you were to look at human design and you see generators, projectors, manifest, all, all of the types together, mm-hmm. the reflector is all of them. Yes. We are, we, we are, we are the, we are constantly bridging the gates daily and energizing in different ways and experiencing life through the transit. So yeah, like, experiencing your reality as your own and not what people have yes said that it is it, it's so simple and so like well like duh and I I feel like like an emotional authority like my little manny Jen someday she's gonna be like well yeah feelings are meant to be felt by yourself because it's my whole entire authority like what are you talking about like, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know but I learned through you so thanks for coming to me you know so <laughs> It's such a crazy experience. The riding of the wave, how, 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 what a beautiful gift that is to give us as parents when we've got emotional manifesting generators. 
I found that that is just a true, like at first couple of years, I was just like, what the hell have I created? And then, <laughs> and now yeah. it's like I, I can ride that wave too and it forces me to slow down mm-hmm. and it, I guess it helps them to slow down too. So mm-hmm. that's like a, another little gift that I've really been aware of over the last year of allowing him to slow down a little bit and go, you don't, you can't keep up with all them. I'll show yeah. Come to me, my darling boy, and I will show you how to slow down. <laughs> did, you, did you find that like, even as a newborn, you were experiencing these tiny waves? Cause I, like she popped out and I was like, whoa, we're on a wave. Like all of a sudden, whereas like my pure, my sacral generator, it was like, you know, there's this steady hum of energy it's like and it just doesn't waver and then when it's done for the day it goes to sleep the uh, yeah the emotional manny gen it's just like whoa 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 here we go we're on the roller coaster every day when she wakes up and it's it was such a shock to my system first and i'm like no surely like am i imagining things like am i over like dramatizing this human design information i've come in contact with but surely i am not because this is textbook is that how you yeah as well I because my son's five and a half so I didn't know human design for his the first year of his life hardest I've got four children so it was literally the hardest and I didn't I now know but at the time I'm like what's going on literally I I swore I had severe postnatal depression it's like nothing I I did seemed to be okay so what over smother and of course it was I look back and I could see all the telltine situation he really just needed to be left alone a little bit more than what I was but he was he never slept (laughs) he never slept you know things like that it was like it was the hardest hardest year um yeah it's I have a lot (laughs) I have a lot of support systems now that I offer parents because I understand that how the struggle is so real but Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, he was. Uh, that was a tough. That was a tough one. I yeah. still look back and I go, "Oh, Twitch." <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, oh, Twitch. <laughs> it's like a little moment. I'm just like, "Ooh." <laughs> and two under two, I had to, I had them 15 months apart, so I was just like, "Wow, that year was a ride, man." Oh my goodness, 21 months. And like, when people tell me anything less than 21 months, I'm like, "God bless you." Yeah. God bless you. Just like <laughs> fetal position. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. position but yeah. it's great now because that it's, yeah. it's 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 good but yeah as yeah. we were going back uh, earlier when we were talking about that it's just like as parents when we know this about our children it's like we can honor their honor them their strategy but also teach them to honor us because that's really mm-hmm. important <clears throat> yeah. excuse me it's really important and so when they go into the schoolyards and stuff like that they're learning well I feel that even though I don't plug it to them teaching them the differences between um how people need to respond or how they need to respond has been really really good and my friends kids so when they all get together and they're all doing little bits and pieces it's like well Arwen is the way she is because she's a splenic projector and she's it's okay for her to have this device time and be in the corner reading a book or something because that's what she needs yeah. And then you can be in your circles and then you've got the manifester just you know, <laughs> yeah. leave them alone. Just <laughs> allow them to, you know, and, and and using a little bit of that language, I guess, not by not 
indoctrinating them or putting them in a right. cult, but allowing them right. to experience that. Yep. Gets them what they need. It gets them yep. respect, I think, and gets them yep. what they need. I have a really good girlfriend who her and her husband are both generators, sacral generators, and they have a projector and a manifester child. And then you have me and my husband who, so it's this flip-flop scenario. And when we get together, often you find a flip-flop scenario in children. So like her children really gravitate to me and we're off reading books and we're kind of relaxing and we're chilling. She's off jumping and bouncing and, Ooh, look at this new thing. And Ooh, do, 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 do. And, you know, and, and it's so interesting to see. And, you know, I, I brought this to her, you know, I'm like, Oh, I, I, I'm interested in this thing. And this is what I do. And I don't want to be pushy, but you know, if you'd like me to, I'll, I'll read, you know, I'll, pull up their charts for you and she has found it so useful because she she can see um sorry she's found it useful because it's like she has so much energy she takes her she takes her kids to kind of all these places and then you know they have these big meltdowns and they're really tired versus me and my husband we go we try to do places where we're really tired and we're like oh let's go home and the kids are still going and we're like no, but we need a fence. It, it's been really cool to like, see yeah. that opposition and there's no obvious. And for anybody hearing this, there's no one, right. There's so many different mixtures of how families can, you know, come up with types and things of that nature. So there's no one way, but you'd see it just on a very surface level with children because they're so un, they're so unconditioned, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's really cool to be able to observe. It is really cool to observe that. I've got friends the same. They're, they're generator types and, and it, there's a, no reflectors but definitely projectors and they always kind of, you know, it's, it's like they can kind of go, oh, gosh, yeah. I'm break. Yeah. <laughs> Come in and, <laughs> and it's just like and then yeah, exactly what you're saying and then my kid, well, one of them would be just going, yeah, this is great. Can we go back yeah. to this person's house? Can we go there again? And I'm like, you would move in there, wouldn't you? You would yeah. move in yeah. there because we're a bit exactly. boring. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is in the observation. And I love that you have been doing this for so long of just, as you said, pausing and observing and stepping back and trying to understand, is that me? Is that me? Chaos mm -hmm. and drama. You're doing the work. You're doing the work. Mm, thank you. That, yeah. that felt good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? I'm doing the work. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't feel like you know. You get caught up in your experience, and I'm, especially with the uh, my my oldest just turned three, and it's like a a light has uh, something switched in her, and she chooses violence daily now. <laughs> on you or so, just on other people just well no just kind of a, a I guess a saying of just she wakes up and was she's really in the testing boundaries phase right now and so I've been brought to tears often and I think am I am I doing work or am I really conditioning and not so you know I find myself raising my voice or doing the things that our parents did and I'm like oh gosh but we have to allow ourselves to also be human beings. Exactly. So anyway. 
Yeah. And I, and I, when I say doing the work, sometimes I, I, I cringe at my own self for saying work because it's really, it is, it does feel like work sometimes, but I guess it's, it's again, a play on words. It's like, can we change that word? It's the same with trial and error, having that six, three, it's just like you hear that all the time. I can imagine in your profile, it's always like trial and error, trial and error. Mm -hmm. Why don't we change that to trial and experimentation? So it has a, you know, a more of a, a positive flow to it. Yep. Let's just yep. burn all the books with all the, um, the <laughs> with all the foul. Like, you just think, Ooh. yeah. Nice. Or the three, I mean, the three is really here to mutate it mm. and change it, you know? So we'll do that too. We'll change it here. And it starts, I guess it starts on, on fun podcasts. Yeah. I've had a lot of third lines around orbiting around me lately and I think it's mm-hmm. something I've sort of sort of said to but without you, because they always, you know, they, they feel real down on themselves when they they get have reading from somebody or something happens and they find out about this third line. They go, yeah, it makes sense. But then they kind of think, mm, you know, trial and error, trial and error. And so I kind of shifted it and I said, well, without you, we'd all be stuffed because thank you. Thank you for leading the way so we don't, we can know now that climbing that tree is bad. You know? yeah. <laughs> so I said, thank you for being the pioneer and leading yes. the way through experimentation. Yes. I love that. It's perfect. <laughs> Do you have anything that you would like to share with our reflector community? What's Cody's top tips? I would say one of the biggest things that again, it's always, it's always the simple things. It's always the little things that are the biggest. And in this kind of Saturn return process, um, the, the understanding and really where the homebody club was cultivated was this understanding that we're already home, you know, like there's this kind of idea out there that, that we need to be fixed and we need to come, constantly work and we need to buy that next master class and we need to continue and like it's always the next thing and so I guess what I would say is like knowing that you are already home in yourself and that you are like divinely placed in this exact moment for a reason and that there's no other there's no other there's no other way like that this is it and starting there. And then that kind of can shift, you know, this idea that it's so good to be in kind of the self-development world and wanting to change and wanting to better ourselves and be better parents to our children because they deserve that. But if you're constantly bettering yourself from a place of, of self-degradation, what are you working on until you really accept yourself as whole? in the moment. So I kind of like see myself as this little puzzle that's left pieces all, all along the road and in different places. And I'm kind of just calling her back now. And that is the homebody. That's the homebody club and bringing it all home and calling those pieces of myself back that I've left behind. I love that. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I was going to ask you about the homebody club and I never thought it was that at all. Like I thought the homebody club was, you know, when you're at home, you're you're stuck at home with your small children and your family life. I thought that's a homebody club. 
And you've just explained it. And I'm like, oh, yes, because we do do that. We start to call those parts of ourselves that we've had to eject from or eject out of our body and out of our soul, mm -hmm. um, cast them out or for yeah. fear of shame or whatever it is. And so that's beautiful, Cody, the home body yeah. club, calling yourself yeah. back home Yeah, because you're already yeah. home. Yes. Oh. Thank I you. I love it. Yeah, of course. I love it. Do you have anything else you'd like to talk about before we wrap it up? No, no, I think that, I think that feels pretty, that's pretty good. My name is Cody and I'm complete. Did you ever do the, the clubhouse thing? No, no, you never got it. It was like an app and it was like the, it was like a, it was like a live podcast style app and, and you could, you could open a chat room and people could enter it. And it would have like a topic and you'd be talking about the thing. And so there were like different etiquettes in there and you'd say like, you'd be having your discussion and then people would pop on stage and talk. And then when they were done, they would say, my name is Cody and I'm complete. And it, it was like, it's just kind of like, a you'll have to go check out Clubhouse now. It's kind of a fun place to be. I think I remembered it, but because I've got a communist phone, <laughs> got an Android, <laughs> <laughs> don't think you could get it and then I was just like oh look I can't do any more of those stuff but I like that my name is yeah. Annie and I'm complete yeah <laughs> it's like we are done <laughs> yeah yeah we are exactly how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn about your podcasts <laughs> yeah all of the things honestly I would say just go on Instagram to just you know ride the ride with me because it's always changing and evolving and it's it's one podcast or it's two and or it's maybe this new thing or <laughs> I'm a six three so hop on the hop on the on the roller coaster oh. and take a seat and you know what so. that's conditioning too it's just like that, that is so that's so conditioned in us that we are not allowed to taste and sample things that's who we bloody well are we we need to trial all sorts of stuff and we were yes. speaking about this before we started recording just yes. about that and it's like it's okay to have wishy-washiness I think mm -hmm. we need to make a sort of a bit of a stand to go you know what it's it's absolutely okay to be yeah. loosey-goosey wishy-washy because that's our freaking superpower to yeah evolve and transmute and open different port, ports yeah and just so just I love that just ride ride the ride with you and yeah. up and down and around and around it's just like woo. <laughs> I would add I would add one more thing to that as you, and more just kind of to your point is I think you know if we're if we're reflectors and we're meant to be at kind of the centers of the community if we're if we're mirroring back to society what is needed i think that if i were to view my own self and i you know i'm really kind of in this phase of like well what is you know what is my piece of that what it, what am i meant to mirror here in this incarnation and as a 63 it is the allowance of just bumping around and riding the roller coaster ride and if you're a reflector and you're hearing this no matter your profile line don't allow this container that this is beautiful information but don't allow it to limit your experience if you would like to manifest if you would like to initiate if you would like to project do it and try it on and and witness yourself in the movement of that and and notice the blocks of your energy and just, I think that is one of the things I've come to role model in this life is, 
is the bumping around and the permission slip to do so. So if you're hearing this and you feel limited by being a reflector in, oh gosh, 28 days, don't let it create, create and be an experience. So beautifully said. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. You can be everything and anything. Absolutely. Thank you, gorgeous soul, for your time. We got here. I'm so excited. We got it. We did it. I even hit record, so I know it's happening. Woohoo! Thank you. Thank you so much. This was a pleasure. It was so wonderful. I'm glad we made it happen. Yeah.